Rizzo, once again, it's time. Welcome to the part of Unpopular Opinion. Giving you some intellectual flavor. He is. First of all, Atras at Tepmarab, Romesu, Mary Ahmed, Ram for the uninitiated. I am. Rock too legit to quit. Paris up, you have. Ram. Ram. You dig. Alright, before we get this started, let's get this out the way. The purpose of this part is simple. We chose to create healthy dialogue based on thought-provoking logic to spark the minds and create conversation in the league. So, do us both a favor, save all that drama for your mama. Ain't nobody got time for that. And we are listening feedback. Episode 12. Yeah. I know, uh, I think some number four was completion, but I was thinking about this. Uh, preparing that this represents the sort of full cycle of our you know our, our first go at this whole thing you know what I mean I think we started last year in June mm-hmm. uh, this is the 12th one we've been at it every month last year and given the circumstances of the pandemic I think that's to be applauded to say the least. so congratulations on the year my guy for sure same to you all right, so let's close out season one of Ryan Fang. Looking forward to season two when the cycle start up. But with that being said, first things first. All right, first things first. What you got? My first thing going to be called the COVID Chronicles. Uh, Much has been made in the chat, and uh, I think we discussed last time on this pod um, a lot about the the vaccination and COVID. Uh, And so, it is with a semi-heavy heart that I am announcing, if you will, that, that my family and I have all tested positive for the coronavirus. I know that might be music to some people's ears. I certainly hope nobody's that, like, fucked up in the league. <laughs> like, see, you told you. Uh, but no, uh, we have all tested positive, and, and I still very, uh, actually even more so now than before, I stand sort of more resolved uh, regarding my stance on the vaccine. Um, and that our... Uh, the, the symptoms that we've had, the experience that we had, at least thus far, has been one that says that, you know, the, the risk of the vaccine is not worth. And, you know, for us and our situation, this particular way that we've dealt with it, 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 it would not have been worth the, any any risk of taking the vaccine. So uh, the, the most we've experienced is, uh, you know, a, a night of discomfort, and I maybe you guys can hear my and my voice it sounds congested. I've got some congestion and, and the inconvenience of being in quarantine, right? And that's sort of all we've had to deal with. And then there's the psychology of it all. Um, and every every you, you pay a lot more attention to the children, especially and obviously your own body, trying to figure out what's going on and what might be happening and when the other foot might drop, right? So some of that's still going on. Um, we're stuck in quarantine until Saturday, at least. Um, but all of that to say, I think um, uh, first, you know, my my I guess heart 
goes out to anybody who's had it, you know, significantly worse than us, especially in the family environment setting. And uh, anybody who, you know, doesn't really have the resources or uh, people to rely on a situation like this, like being stuck in the house, man, it's, it's rough. And uh, we've had a few people sort of reach out and look out for us. Uh, but being able to have groceries delivered to the house and that kind of thing has been a godsend in this time. And again, thankfully, uh, it hasn't been worse than, than it is. Uh, but all in all, uh, my, my stance on the vaccine uh, still stands. And like I said, I'm even more convinced now that the uh, the vaccine for people who are young and healthy is not as um, dire as it would be for obviously people who are more at risk. So uh, that's my first thing. For sure. Um, definitely get well. Appreciate it. Before. Um, that's why I remember how you, you texted me on draft night. It was like, you miss our outings. I swear I was going to be like, hey, bro, can I come through? <laughs> Someone was like, nah, it's probably not even worth it. And then next thing I know, you told me, I was like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah, next day. Uh, so uh, on Thursday, I did not know at that time. So um, it, we didn't, how did it even, all right, hold on. Let me take a step back real quick. On Tuesday, I played softball on Tuesdays. Uh, so I went to play softball. I was perfectly fine. When I came home, yeah, my wife was usually on a, a call with her family, and she wasn't. And I said, you know, when you're down on the call, she's like, I don't feel good. I was like, oh, you don't feel good? Like, All right. And then later that night, she uh, got a little bit worse. So I was like, All right. And then Wednesday went through and she was in the bed for most of Wednesday. And so a Thursday morning, I was like, all right, let me go get tested. I had a, a bit of like a, I'll call it a phantom headache mm-hmm. on Wednesday during the day. But that was like, yeah, I mean, I was still completely functional. You know, nothing was really wrong. Uh, but the fact that she was sick and then I had this little bit of a phantom headache. I'm like, all right, let me see. Uh, and then my two older daughters were saying that they have a little bit of a headache. I'm like, all right, let me... So on Thursday, I went to get tested. And I'm like, it ain't COVID, bro. Ain't no way. Like, <laughs> ain't no way this thing is COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sure enough, Friday morning, check that that lab result first thing. And that just said positive. Like, ah, all right. So uh, on Friday, came home, or rather got everybody up. And got all the appointments scheduled to go and take everybody to get tested. And then on all the results came back on Saturday. Like I said, everybody was positive. So uh, if you'd asked on Thursday, I'd have told you, like, nah, you should chill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But we didn't know until uh, Friday, last Friday. So, but yeah, man, uh, just thinking about the fact that you know this this episode is our 12th one right it it represents the full year now that we've been doing this in the pandemic and to end it with me currently being in quarantine for for COVID just seems to be I guess kind of fitting yeah that's wild yeah that's wild Uh, my STF then swing to my STF I mean we've been in the house most of the time it's been a lot of things that come out movie-wise, show-wise, 
Um, anything that you watch? Anything caught your eye? Uh, yeah, man, it's been a lot of stuff, a lot of great stuff on television. Um, but uh, last night, actually, we watched Two Distant Strangers on Netflix. It's like a 30-minute film. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was pretty dope. Uh, it's about a kid. Uh, he's a young man, I should say kid. Uh, he's a young man trying to get home to his dog, and he ends up encountering the same cop in like a, a loop of his life. The same day keeps happening over and over again. So uh, it's pretty interesting. Uh, but that, that was dope. Um, let me see. I guess recency bias always becomes the thing when you do these. So the the thing that you watch most recently is what comes to mind immediately. But uh, let me see. Uh, Mayor of Easttown, M A R E. We just started watching that. That's pretty good. Um, we watched Skull Island, King of the Monsters, and. Um, Godzilla vs. Kong those were decent I think the, the Kong movies are better than the Godzilla movies and Kong's character is better than Godzilla in my opinion <laughs> but uh, that was dope uh, I haven't Mortal watched Kombat. I might say I haven't watched Mortal Kombat yet that's on the list uh, I watched the, the Snyder cut of Justice League that was dope uh, they gave my man Cyborg a lot of love in that that was a pretty dope movie um, trying to think back some more. We seen uh, uh, the Billy Holiday movie. I can't even think of the name of the actual movie, but it's on Amazon Prime. Uh, and um, Andre Day plays Billy Holiday, but, you know, centers around her life, obviously. Uh, but the song "Strange Fruit" that was a pretty good film. Um, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. We watched that early on. Seems like that was a minute ago. Uh, exterminate all the brutes. Yeah, I'm, I'm 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 still on episode two of that, but yeah, that that's that's good non-fiction television there um, for anybody who's interested in a documentary style history lesson um, about white supremacy, especially. I highly recommend. Um, there was something else. I started, and I can't think of the name of it right now. It's an HBO Max, but it's about uh, about QAnon. I started watching that show. That was pretty interesting. Um, Without remorse? I haven't watched it yet. So I actually asked the wife before we started if she wanted to watch that tonight. Uh, but that's on the list. Have you seen it? Yes. Uh, no, movie watching mofo. Yeah. Um, uh, I can't think of anything else right now, top, but I'm sure there's a bunch of other going back you know the years that are that are noteworthy I just have it I can't they don't come to mind right now for sure I'm just getting them up um I watched another one too it's pretty good but <laughs> I know a lot of people probably canceled Liam, Me- Liam Neeson but um he was in a, a drink called Honest Thief Honest Thief alright and that was pretty cool the plot around that um, like a, like a thriller. Gotcha. Uh, that reminds me of uh, Lupin. That is a show on Netflix. It's like dubbed in a different language. That was decent. Watched a few episodes of that. Um, there's another journal on Amazon that we just watched not that long ago. The hell is the name of the show? Ah, it's quick ten episodes. And I can't think of the name of it right now. 
God damn it, man. <laughs> it's all good. Nah. To, to, to add on to, um, it's funny because I was thinking about this as you were talking about King Kong, King Kong versus Godzilla. You were saying that uh, Kong's story was better for you. I think it's kind of crazy how, um, this is just perspective, it's kind of crazy how I felt that way too. Like I'm more King Kong than Godzilla. And then when you watch Mortal Kombat, I'm more Scorpion than Sub-Zero. Mm-hmm. And I was like so Sub-Zero when I was a kid, but it's like crazy now being an adult and just like appreciating the storyline behind it. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what that is. Like, why do I feel that way? I mean, as a kid, I always just like, I, I when, since Mortal Kombat ever came out, I've always been a, a big fan of Scorpion over Sub Zero. I can't, I don't know why. I couldn't tell you. Uh, and and I haven't seen the new movie yet. I, I, and I don't remember the old movie from when I was a kid at all. So mm-hmm. I got no context for you there, bro. <laughs> kind of interesting. Uh, um, but I did catch some perspective out of King Kong vs. Godzilla. Um, to me, it was bigger than just who could beat who in my eyes because um, I went down and I watched all of them binge watched all of them kind of gained my own perspective from it and I thought it was pretty interesting how um, you know each was labeled as a threat to society but in reality all they were trying to do was protect society and um, how they try to turn them against one another until they realize like yo my bad on it with you you know mm-hmm. it's with the ops the ops. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. The creative writing. Yeah. So what I thought uh, about Skull Island was interesting was that they 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 basically made Samuel Jackson like the face of uh, uh, colonialism, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like uh, when you think about what you know what colonial what colonialism is at its core. You know, it's like the the invasion of and destruction of and exploitation of, um, you know, a, a foreign place. And in Skull Island, you know, the, the army invaded. They bombed the jump without, you know, warning or anything else. Mm-hmm. And then with the intent, oh, really, there was no, you know, clear intent that the intent was hidden. But that's another part of the point. Like, we can go and destroy a place and call it exploration, right? Mm-hmm. Or we have not 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 we we can we have like that that is a part of the history of uh, Europeans in general and Americanism if you will and uh, and Samuel Jackson they that they made the uh, you know a black man like Samuel Jackson no less they made his face the the face for that that portion of uh, the movie's representation so I thought that was really interesting and obviously you know Colin. For those who might not have seen it, I won't completely ruin it. But I mean, you saw what happened to him in that movie, so I think that just goes to your point about, um, you know, what what Kong represented and what uh, what Godzilla represented. Yeah. And I, I think they more clearly did it with Kong than they did with Godzilla. Facts. I think yeah, it was definitely more of a storyline with that. Yeah. Um, and I guess my last one I wanted to get into get thoughts about exterminate all the brutes. Um, you said you haven't watched all of it, but from what you've watched so far, um, what do you think? What do you think about it? Uh, like I said, I think it's a, an important piece of uh, of of edutainment, I guess you could call it. 
Um, I don't know. There, there's a documentary that I'm familiar with called 500 Nations. Um, and it sort of reminds me of that. So it's a, and, and that is more specific, like documentary. Exterminate All the Brutes is not like, it's not, you know, hard documentary per se. It's a lot of narrative um, from this one person's perspective about the history and, you know, tries to explain. So it's, it's historical, it's a historical story, um, but it's not a documentary in the same sense. Um, but again, I, I think it's a good place to start, especially if you're completely unfamiliar with, um, I guess, the other side, for lack of a better term. Um, or, you know, if... So let me say this, before I was in college, so much of what is like basic history to others was foreign to me. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, Exterminate All the Brutes brings forward so much of that sort of hidden history. Yeah. Uh, the history a lot of us are privy to as people who may go to you know subpar schools or what have you, whatever might be the excuse. Um, and Exterminate All the Brutes does a great job of orienting a person who doesn't have uh, contextual history uh, readily available to them they can, you know, refer to and use. Exterminate All the Brutes provides uh, a sort of rough and dirty, uh, quick run through uh, the, the high points of uh, some of the more important parts of uh, white supremacy's history specifically. Um, and I think that's extremely important, if, if for no other reason than to hold up a mirror, you know, to, to American society uh, for people to see. So I think either you'll agree with it or it'll make you uncomfortable. And I, and I think either way is good. So, yeah. Yeah. Or, or you'll learn something that you didn't know before, right? Oh, yeah. Or it, it'll align up to something that you learned, like, or that makes sense why this happened. You know right. what I mean? Absolutely. That's what that's what history does, right? When you learn it, uh, John Henry Clark says history, all history is a current event. You know, the the event, the events that happened five minutes ago, five years ago, five hundred years ago will determine the events that happen five minutes from now, five hundred years from now, etc. So, um, I, that is absolutely the point of learning and knowing history, is so that you have the context for the environment that you are in today. And so that things make sense when you see them and when they happen, so you aren't completely lost. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's two sides to the story, and then yeah. the truth—it's crazy. Yep. Yeah, man. That's all you got? That's all I got. For sure. And with that being said, get your popcorn ready. All right, man. Get your popcorn ready. Got some popcorn? I do. The NFL draft, man. It's timely that we're doing this now. A little bit under a week since the NFL draft. Um, Obviously very pleased with the Ravens draft. Uh, Very happy that we addressed some of our bigger needs. Uh, Pass rusher, O-line, wide receiver. Those are the three big ones off the top. Uh, And with the, you know, pass rusher, you got Odafe. Runs 4'3", 260-pound DN. Can spot drop and rush the pass. That would be great as a replacement for Matt Judon. Uh, Rashad Bateman, 
Uh, he's a, a good mix of sort of what we need. He's got some of the size. Uh, obviously, he's bigger than Hollywood Brown, but he's also nimble enough. He's got good feet, can run routes. And obviously, can catch the ball, which has been a problem for us. So that'll be good. So he's a good mixture of sort of uh, Willie Sneed and Miles Boykin, like a more talented version of a mesh of those two, which is great for us. Uh, and then Ben Cleveland, you know, uh, obviously the Ravens have set out to improve the O-line, uh, having lost Yonda and obviously now having lost Orlando. The the moves that we've made with drafting Cleveland, um, signing Villanueva, signing Zeitler. I'm very pleased with what the Ravens have done in the offseason in general, but in the draft specifically. Uh, but there are a number of other teams that I thought got a lot better. Um, as a result of the draft and and I'd say that Cleveland is one of the big ones you know you look at some of the names that they pulled off the board in their first two rounds or first three rounds I want to say and and I think all those guys they ended up getting I know it was Jeremiah uh, Awusu Koromora who are the other two? Greg Newsom yeah, Greg Newsom and, and their third round, I think, is another guy who's like highly rated or coveted. I can't remember who it is offhand. Uh, but you can see they, they've been getting a lot of praise, a lot of praise for their draft. Um, their team, I thought they got a lot better, obviously. Um, uh, you start thinking about Madden when you're watching the draft. And obviously, teams like the Bears and the Niners taking quarterbacks are attractive. Um, look at the Niners, they give a lot of capital to get Trey Lance. Uh, but I'm sure he'll be a ton of fun in the game to deal with. Um, the Bears, obviously, with Justin Fields is great. Uh, Zach Wilson is an interesting pick for, the, well, not an interesting pick for the Jets, but in, in terms of uh, the video game, I think somebody considering the Jets, I think they'll they'll be, it'll be interesting to see when they come off the board uh, from what they did with the draft, which I, I, I think their draft was very, very good as well. Um, other teams that I think had excellent drafts. Um, let me see. Uh, I think the Eagles did a great job getting Devontae. Um, uh, the Dolphins, man, uh, with, with some of the talent they have right now and, and what their GM has done in general to set them up and now they still have four first round picks in the next two years I think the Dolphins are set up for some major success as long as Tua is any good um uh who else I can't think right now off the top of my head Chargers who'd they take Slater Slater uh Sante Samuels Jr they got Asante Jr. Okay. And uh, another guy that I thought was pretty sneaky good, um, Josh Palmer, wide receiver from Tennessee. All right, cool. I actually like New England, too. I like New England getting Mac Jones. I said, I, I, I was thinking about New England as I was going through my mind, and I was like, nah, I ain't giving them no fuck credit. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the Patriots. <laughs> So, uh, but no, they, they've gotten a lot better. So real quick, let's 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 do a hate it or love it. The top thirty-two picks. All right, all right. You got a uh, one Jacksonville getting Trevor Lawrence. Love it, love it. The Jets getting Zach Wilson. Do, do I is it? Do I have to hate it or love it? Is the middle? You can say nah, nah. 
That's how I feel. Uh, Niners getting Trey Lance. Love it. Love it. Uh, Atlanta getting Kyle Pitts. Nah. I feel the same. Um, Jamar Chase going to the Bengals. Nah. Uh, just the fact he's in our division. I love it, but I don't love it in our division. Uh, I think they could have done more to address the... Well, so I, I think the media was killing them for not having drafted the tackle, but I understand the strategy. You can get elite O-line a lot later than you can get elite receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, watching uh, Jamar, I don't think he was the best receiver in the class. And I Who guess that's more. I, I think Devontae is better. Mm. Yeah, so. Interesting. Uh, Miami with Jalen Waddle? Nah. I like the fit, but I don't really care for the player. Yeah, I feel like he'd be uh, he'd like he'd be a bust. Um, yeah, I feel like he's a gadget guy, and and when you're drafting guys at that spot, you want you know top end number one talent. Yeah. So, uh, Detroit, uh, Penny Sewell, love it. Yeah, love it. Even though he's gonna be another Hall of Famer in Detroit. <laughs> with nothing to show for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Carolina with JC Horn. I love it. Love, love it too. It. Love it. Carolina's kind of a nice little squad to look at in Madden too. Yeah. They, they sneaky good. Yeah. They've got a lot of places and uh, a lot of pieces in place for sure. Uh, Denver, Patrick Sertain. Love it. I love it too. Definitely going to benefit. Uh, Philly with Devontae. Love it. Love it. I like I love this next one. Chicago getting Justin Fields. Love it. Love it. Uh Dallas getting Michael Parsons. Um uh, hate it. Um I think at that point, I mean obviously the the, the two corners that they wanted, I guess, just went off the board. And so they just figured they'd take the next best defensive player. And that was probably Micah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just not convinced that the player is that good. Um, but I guess in a draft, right, you, it's relative value, not absolute. So you don't just get to pick you know, the guy that you want all the time. And uh, unfortunately, I guess for them, the board just probably fell in a way that didn't work out. But maybe a trade back would have been better for them. Uh, and I think they... Uh, and I guess if, if the other consideration is offensive line, uh, then maybe they don't have a you know another pick ready to go anyway, and they end up with uh, Micah anyway. So uh, I, I hate the pick just because I feel like they could have done a better job of getting uh, more value in that spot if they traded back. Yeah, and letting Philly take a <laughs> a problem they're gonna have to deal with. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say, man, I like uh, the linebacking core in general. Um, I think this is a Dallas kind of player, you know, problem child, you know, sending the Jerry's world. Uh, mm. So we'll see. Oh, no, wait. So the the Eagles did, I mean, no, no, the Cowboys did trade back, didn't they? Yeah, trade back with the Eagles. Right. They gave the Eagles their pick and then ended up, so when did Horn go? Oh, my fault. When when Devontae went at what? Ten. Ten. That and J.C. Horn good. went at... Eight. 
and Sertan went at nine. Uh, both of them went off the board and they traded back. Immediately after. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then still got Michael Parsons. All right. No, so I, I, I walked that back. I'll go mad. So, I mean, they didn't play the board the way that they should have in my play. My bad. My bad, Dallas fans. But I'm still not convinced that Mike is like, you know, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Rashawn Slater. Chargers. Love it. I mean, yeah, you get the, the quarterback some protection. Yeah, love it too. Uh, Elijah Vera Tucker with the Jets. Uh, I love it. Yeah, I like it. Solidifying the old line. Yeah. You get two bookend tackles now for Zach Wilson with Beckton and, and Vera Tucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was making fun of Moji during the draft that the, the, the Jets needed some uh, some skill guys. Yeah, but they ended up going and getting some later on. So yep. it all worked out. Uh, New England, Mac Jones. Hate it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, somebody said that Mac Jones is Chad Pennington. And I'm like, well, if the ceiling is Chad Pennington, do you take, like, you know that's what that guy will be. Do you take him at 15? Like, who the hell else is going to draft Chad Pennington at number 15? I mean, Chad Pennington wouldn't have gotten drafted when he did if they knew what he was going to be. You know, He was never, you know, a, a top-end guy. He was decent, and then I guess that's that's like the book on Mac Jones. Like he'll, he's got a high floor. So we shall see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Collins, Arizona. Uh, so I was completely unfamiliar with Zayvon Collins. I've only seen highlights, but from what I have seen since, right? I mean, everything's about like how super athletic they are building their defense and their team to be overall uh, and when you look at the, the athletic profile for Zayvon Collins and, and then putting that athletic profile next to Isaiah Simmons they are building a defensive like freak uh, just a a hell of a uh, athletic defense and uh, and for that reason I, I have to give them a thumbs up I love it uh, I'm gonna say man you didn't really know what to do with Isaiah Simmons last year, and then you bring in another Isaiah Simmons. Nah. It's kind of interesting. For me, I would like to see them get Najee Harris right here. I think that offense would have been done. But, uh, with the, the running back. Didn't they sign? Uh, running, they signed James Conner. But they don't have any, you know, they don't have a young guy like mm-hmm. that that they can really rely on yeah he's like similar to King and Drake and when King was there with Kyler did great things yeah it was good uh, fair point fair point fair point yeah so Rager uh, I said Raiders Ra- Raiders with Alex Leatherwood <laughs> Alex Leatherwood no I hate it yeah I don't think it's just it, it, nobody you know everybody agrees that Leatherwood was they could have swapped their picks at the point that they took them and still gotten the value what it means for them is that they had to pay Leatherwood as a, you know, as a first round pick when they didn't have to so you get a less talented player that you have to pay long term but yeah whatever yeah hey this feels like the Isaiah Wilson pick for Tennessee last year mm. um but then I don't know it might be a book in uh, <laughs> all yeah. pro yeah. we'll see yeah 
uh, Miami with Jalen Phillips? Um, his injury history is concerning me. So, uh, obviously, the talent is there. But uh, is he going to be there consistently? You're going to get the most out of him. So, I, I only say hate it for that reason. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say I love it. I think he was probably the more polished pass rusher coming out. Everybody was pretty raw. Um, but for Miami defense to be pretty decent, I feel like it, you can't you can't go wrong with this pit. Uh, kind of reminds me of T.J. Watt. Mm. Uh, you got the football team with uh, Jamin Davis, linebacker. Well, I, said, I don't even know what position Jamin Davis plays, but he's from Kentucky, right? Linebacker. Yeah. Kentucky. Uh, I, I don't really have enough, so I'll, I'll give it a meh just because I'll, I'll try to be informed on my opinion. You know, I have one right now. Yeah, this is probably where I would have liked to see Michael Parsons go. Um, but I feel like he'll fit in with Washington's defense. They need a coverage linebacker. Mm. Um, he fits the bill, so I love it. Uh, the Giants with Kadarius Tony. Uh, I'm going to say hate it. Mm-hmm. I think they got enough skill guys, man. Yeah. What they don't have is. Uh, o line pass protection. Yeah, I mean, yeah, pass rushes and O line. Mm-hmm. Um, so I say hate it for that reason. Yeah, I hate it too. I feel like this was a luxury pick because, like you said, they got mad skill position, skill players, and yeah. on top of that, you got Saquon Barkley. Yeah, you could have traded back, but it is what it is. I like Kadarius Tony though. Yeah. So again, he he's another guy that feels like a gadget guy to me, not a first round receiver. Um, but I think he's talented. I did think it was interesting. The Jaguar, uh, Urban Meyer, came out and said that it broke his heart that uh, the Giants had taken him because they really wanted him. So yeah, I thought that was interesting. Got a hell of a player with that pick. Um, Twenty one Colts, Quadipa. Love it. Yeah, um, love it. Colts are a sleeper for real, for real. Uh, I guess it, it, a lot of it depends on how much you like wins. But they've, they've got a lot of police, uh, pieces in place, too. In terms of what? Uh, and I'm talking about Madden teams. Like They've got uh, pass rushers. They've got receivers. They've got corners. They've got linebackers. I mean, they, I mean, you can sort of look at them and check a lot of the boxes. I don't know. I, me personally, I ain't see it. Eh? I ain't see it. I mean, you got what? You got Ty. You got Ty coming back one on one year. Michael Pittman, Paris mm-hmm. Campbell, Jack Doyle. Yeah, didn't they just sign the receiver too? Mm-mm. Nah, JG Nelson. Okay, no, I'm, but. Uh, I think Pittman is good, but you look at uh, Jonathan Taylor is great, uh, especially from a Madden perspective. I think he'll be great. The offensive line is good enough. Um, I mean, if, if the one weak spot is like receiver, then yeah, I can live with that. Mm-hmm. I would pass on the coach. Yeah. Uh, they won't be high on the list for sure, but I. Uh, I think they're serviceable. Um, Tennessee getting Caleb Fairley. I like Caleb Fairley. I like the fit. Dory Jackson's gone. Tie me up. Yeah. Uh, 
And I, I think they drafted, they turned around and also drafted Elijah Molden too, right? From Washington. So like they stacking up on corner. Yeah, I love this pick too. Definitely feel like it's a good fit to go with that defense. Tennessee kind of sneaking good too on the low. Like defensively. Yeah. Yep. Um, in general, they're, they're sneaky good. Yeah. Not a lot of holes on Tennessee's football team. What about wide receiver? Uh, they only lost Corey Davis, right? Mm-hmm. So they still got AJ. AJ is a beast by himself. That's all you need. Yeah, that's good enough. <laughs> even place to start. Even losing Johnny, like not have Johnny, not having Corey Davis. I mean, you got Derrick Henry. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. But yeah, Tennessee is a uh, sneaky good. Um, Minnesota Christian Derrishaw. I don't know uh, shit about Derrishaw, so I'll, I'll leave. I'll have to go mad for that reason. Uh, Derrishaw is Olama and Diva. Oh my Right. No, I don't know shit about him. I will say I think they needed to improve their line though. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna say uh I'm a, i love the pick. I love the fit. They definitely need help on the O line. And I think it definitely helped out Delvin Cook more. Kind of, I just look like they're trying to go that Derrick Henry approach. Mm. We'll see. Hold up. I, I love the Kellen Mond pick. I really like yeah. Kellen Mond and I like uh, the Vikings. So I think he'll be good for the long term. It'll be interesting to see how long it takes before he gets on the field. Yeah. Uh, 24, Pittsburgh, Najee Harris. I love it. Uh, I hate it because he's in Pittsburgh, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, Pittsburgh was on my list last year. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about this year. Not yet. Uh, Jacksonville with Travis Etienne. Etienne. Etienne was my. I wanted him to come out last year, and I wanted the Ravens to draft him last year. So I love the fit, and he's got a clear like path to being great this season. Mm-hmm. So yeah, more Etienne, more Jags. I love the pick. Same. Um, Cleveland with Greg Newsom. Great pick. Love it. Yeah, it's like, like, bro, hot, like Cleveland is really fucking good on paper, dog. Yeah, yeah, hell of an offseason, hell of a draft. Yeah, it's Cleveland rich, crushing. Rich kid, richer. But I will say that that was a luxury pick getting Greg Newsom. If I were them, I would have took the pick that we took <laughs> if I yeah. were Cleveland. Doffy. Oh, you mean Bateman or yeah. Doffy? Bateman. If I was Cleveland, I would have took Bateman. I, I think the depth at corner is more important than the depth at wide receiver. Um, unless you don't trust that Odell's going to stay healthy. I would make him a spendable. Mm. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I can see that. But, yeah, I, I think he uh, Newsom is a lot more likely than, to, to play on a regular basis than Bateman will be on their team. Gotcha. So, uh, so yeah, Baltimore, Rashad Bateman. I uh, love it. Yeah. I think we want to tamper the expectations down locally, man. People were talking about he, gonna have, he needs to have Justin Jefferson level production for him to be like worth the pick, and he's the second most important player on the team and shit like that. It's like, all right, bro, we need to chill out. Like, we ain't gonna throw them. We, he's not gonna have fourteen hundred receiving yards for us next year. Dog. Like, bro, let's calm the fuck down. If he does, that'd be fucking crazy. It would be, but it ain't happening. We ain't gonna throw the ball that much. Man. We revolutionized football in terms. Of, 
Like, nobody's ever run the ball in the NFL in the modern era the way the Ravens have over the course of the last three seasons. Uh, there's no reason we're just going to stop doing that all of a sudden. So. Yeah, but I'm kind of scared though because we got another wide receiver that I like. You know what happens when you get right wide receivers that I like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tyler Wallace. No, I'm talking about Rashad. Rashad B. Oh, why? Right. Uh, New Orleans getting Peyton Turner. What position is Peyton Turner play? DN Houston. Yeah, uh, I saw that uh, Sean Peyton. Said that they were trying to get into the top ten to draft a corner, uh, and nobody in the top ten wanted to draft. Some say hate it because they clearly wanted a corner, <laughs> uh, but ended up with a D instead. I mean, I guess you take the best player available in your opinion, but uh, they should have paid the price if they really wanted one. Yeah, I'm gonna say hate it. I don't even know who this guy is. Yeah. I feel like he was just a. They just pick whatever. They should just pick it back. <laughs> They they just took a uh, one of those combine uh, <laughs> uh, Madden when you see uh, a dude that got a lot of high marks on his combine jump. <laughs> they just took him. He's a red diamond and it's like, all right, fuck it. He's athletic enough. Let's take this guy. Taking flies on people in the first round. They do all their scouts. They only scout a corner. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Green Bay with Eric Stokes. Don't know who he is. Oh, line, right? Corner, Georgia. Nah, nah I don't know shit about him. Yeah, I'm going to say you hate it. I kind of see why Aaron Rodgers like, get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, they turned around and got Amari Rodgers, which, you know, uh, allegedly a part of his this, this May, this uh, comfort is from the fact that they haven't been drafted this year. They try to get him one early. You could have got Elijah Moore <laughs> instead of drafting Eric Stokes. But uh-huh. uh, Amari Rogers, do you know that his uh, dad is our wide receiver coach? No, I didn't. Yeah. Word. Uh, Buffalo, is Gregory Russo? Yeah, pass rush Buffalo gets better. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. Uh, our next pick is Adafi Owe. Owe? Is that how you say his last name? Yeah. Adafi Owe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love it. I'm excited to see what he brings. I know he's raw. Uh, people talk about his lack of production in college, but I think um, given our history with the position and his profile as an athlete, um, and at this point in the round, uh, very much like the selection and look forward to what he will bring to us. But obviously a, a big box we need to check off in terms of a whole roster. So uh, I love it, but anxious to see what he does too. Yeah, I love it too. You're going to be a cheat code on that too. Yeah. I was hopefully we still get to use the D-line. <laughs> Doubt it. Um, doubt it. Highly doubt it. Tampa Bay with Joe Tryon. Uh, meh. I'm going to say meh. I thought we were going to end up taking him. I heard a lot of people saying we were projected to take him, but Adafi ended up being there when we picked. 
So yeah, I'm gonna say, man, we'll see how it works. But yeah, uh, all right, that's the end of that, real quick. Here's your top five change for Madden. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, I don't even know if I can go all the way to five, but definitely Ravens, Bears, Niners are the three that immediately come to mind. Uh, the Cardinals are still there. Um, uh, I guess I'll leave it at four for now. Um, and maybe as we get closer, things might change. True, true. How about you? Uh, I definitely wouldn't mind going back to Baltimore, Cleveland, Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't mind playing in New England. New England. And I would not mind. I just had the team in my head. Philly. I wouldn't mind playing in Philly. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, Philly, the Jets, they all come to mind as well, but I don't know about top five yet. It will be interesting to see. Yeah. All right. That's all you got? Here for me. All right. Go talk. Go talk. What you got? My goat goes to my oldest daughter, Azana Makini. That young lady uh, has been in school now for two years. And every single one of her report cards have been literally perfect. Um, She's got the highest mark in every category uh, for which you are graded (laughs) from from kindergarten now and into first grade. Um, and, And so... My goat very simply goes to her. Very, very, very proud father. Uh, so shout out to Azana. Shout out to Azana. Shout out to you too, Pops. And Mom. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Doing a good job. Keep it up. All right. So I'm going to get my goat to her tomorrow. Mother's Day coming up. Yeah. Without you, the other half, there is no us, and you are appreciated. Facts. Give it to the moms. So you got? That's it. Quick go. Man. Yeah, for sure. All right. This needs attention. This needs attention. Anything you feel needs attention? I think now would be the time... Uh, that we could really start looking toward next cycle and what things might need to be adjusted, implemented, uh, re-examined. Obviously, with some of the big names that we've had check out. And it seems like it's been a theme now in the last three episodes or so we've talked about people leaving. But I think since the last time we recorded, Ashton has now also left. Um, But I do think that what needs attention is, uh, I guess, some forum for uh, what what things might need adjustment to uh, going into the next cycle, and also how we're going to end this cycle. I know there's a lot of talk about port in the league, etc. How many seasons we have left, and if user D line is going to stay. I think all those things deserve to be uh, sort of publicly addressed, uh, and so those things I think need attention. 
Well, shoot, I guess I could say the George Floyd indictment, finally. Yeah. Finally, I mean, it sucks that it has to be, like, because even when I heard it, it was like, you know, all right, cool, got justice, but it's just like, dang, what about all the other ones, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, how many more times, right? Yep. That's um, a great point. But, you know, it's just... It's just kind of crazy, you know. It's like you can't really be excited about it because it's just like it's gonna happen all over again, and it's just gonna be even harder going down the line. But I know there's always a start to something, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I mean, and, and to that point, right? Since the Floyd verdict, there there were like a rash of murders seemingly immediately after that. Yeah. So, uh, shit is crazy, bro. Yeah. Try to be my intention. That's all you got. Yeah, man. All right. Things that make you go. Hmm. (laughs) Things that make you go. Hmm got anything yeah man the 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 lack of activity and the general sort of laziness now i guess and and maybe it's as simple as the fact that we're we've reached this part of the cycle but it seems like every week now we're seven four and five games uh the days in the chat are just dry and like there's nothing going on in and around the league right now man it's like i mean even me like i I struggle to figure out like when advance is, who I'm playing next, and you know, sort of what's going on. Uh, so I'm a little bit puzzled hmm, about, I guess, the state of affairs in the leagues. We try and finish strong because uh, it, it, it don't seem like there's a lot of strength in this finish at this time. <laughs> like we're all crawling to the finish line here. So uh, that's my. Hmm. I guess mine will go to Aston. Do you think he left because he was having the success that he was having? I think that's a part of it for sure, um, and and it might not. Be, I don't think that's that's what would jump to the top of his mind when he evaluates. But it's certainly less fun when you you're not winning like you're accustomed to, and when you're not winning at all. Um, but uh, it, it's also not fun to, <laughs> to play against you and D line. Like, so I and I and I get that you can sort of have a knee jerk and then be like, you know what, fuck it, I actually am done. And I think that's probably more what happened here. Like that he had a knee jerk and then was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go ahead and stay out. Like, so I think it's wild though that he Jake left because of him and then he left because of <laughs> I forgot that uh, that Jake left because I, I forgot it was like right after their game and the two of them had gotten into it. Completely yeah. forgot about that. Do you uh, think... Like, do you I think, guess that's common in a lot of ways. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, my bad. Um, I was about to say, do you think any of the vets would be back next next cycle? Yeah, I mean, I think the plan was always for Blueprint Jake asking to come back. Um... I don't know if uh, who else is there. We lefty, Cad, Pruitt, Icom is retiring. Icom, Tico, 
Yeah. Uh, I'm less convinced that any of those guys will be back. Um, I do think the itch might jump up on him again, especially on next gen and if the game is good. I think it'll be easy for guys to jump back in. Uh, but actually, I think it's separate. I think it's probably even more likely that we'll lose more guys between now and the end than it is that those guys will come back. Then the new booties will give it up? Uh, no, nah, not yet. I mean, I, uh, it'll be interesting to see how committed any of them are. Uh, I know the... the uh, the youngin on the Broncos now. I guess Weatherbeast is his name. He's done a hell of a job with some of the, the graphics he's put together. So it'll be interesting to see if uh, he can become a regular contributor if he sticks around. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm not convinced that any of the other guys will be here for long. Yeah. That's interesting. Hmm. <laughs> I just think that uh, the gameplay style that I've witnessed so far, I'm not sure is... Uh, he will completely adjust to long term and uh, you know at this point in the cycle it might be easy for us as a community and the and for the commission just to overlook you know something that might if it were the very beginning of a cycle something that might really piss people off so yeah I just think the leash is a little bit longer right now than it would be otherwise understandable that makes sense that's all you got yes sir all right, we're going to want one. All right, want one. What you got? My want going to earn Rod Earn Rogers. Uh, I'm not a big fan of guys trying to force their way off the team and the media, especially. If you're pissed off, brother, just make people who need to know, make them in the know, and, and let let it work its way out. Like the whole, you know, leak into the media that you're unhappy and all of that. Like I just don't. Uh, I I get it. You have a right to do things the way you want to do them. Uh, but as a business person, as a uh, the leader of the football team, you know, somebody who just won the MVP and as a quarterback of that franchise, I think uh, it. it He's doing himself a disservice with fans long term, um, and I, I just don't like it. So, uh, Aaron Rodgers gets my one. I hate keep harboring all back vaccines. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, they deserve it. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm gonna get my. I'm gonna get mine to those who feel like just because they vaccinated, they're immune. <laughs> like. That's that's a want want for me. Like you'd be like, oh, I'm good. I'm fully vaxxed. That doesn't mean you're good, though. Yeah, man. And that's a dangerous mindset. Yeah. Yeah. I guess a want for me. But I, I, I guess that's the way it has to work, though, right? Like, what did I get vaccinated for if I'm not good? Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's. So it has to work that way. Like I have to believe that I'm good, otherwise I wouldn't have gotten vaccinated. Yeah. So, I don't know. Nah. The, it, the, the debate rages on. <laughs> to vax or not to vax? That is the question. It's your choice. Yeah, your choice. Choose to do to please. Yep. Episode 12. Send the books. Dunzo. Yeah. Season 1. Mm-hmm. Dunzo. 
it's prepared for season two. I guess by the time we do the next one of these, we will have picked teams and the like. Uh, so, cool. Looking forward to getting my new Xbox, man. Yeah. Did you hook yours up yet? I did today. Oh, cool, cool. cool. Only did today. Got everything set up. Downloaded everything. I actually paid that next gen game. It is a hell of an adjustment compared yeah. to what playing. <laughs> I kind of told myself I wasn't, but I was like, let me, let me see. Nah. Yeah. I don't think, uh, to your point about, uh, you know, bending the rules, I think it's kind of hard to bend the rules on next gen. Mm. Except for no switch. Like, if you, if you just don't know how not to switch, it'll probably be hard for you, but I don't think it'll be a straff rule. Um, you the D line may or may happen? I'm not sure. We'll see. It'd be interesting, but the way it feels is definitely crazy. <laughs> it's like crazy realistic. Mm. So we shall see. All right. Trying to run up on Walmart, though, <laughs> bruh. <laughs> uh, so what I've seen is people say, you know, that they chatted with like a customer service person. They say you just be patient. You it, it, it could take up to like a month. So that means like I'm probably looking at two more weeks before it actually comes. So I'm chilling, man. It'll come when it comes. You know, ain't no big. Thanks. No big. No. Thanks. All right, man. All right, man. Take it easy. Take easy. Take care of yourself. Yes, sir. I'll keep it up. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right, Red Zone. All right, Red Zone. Till next time. Appreciate you, Rob. Take care, man. Likewise. Peace.